Yo, what's going on everyone? It is your girl, Miss DJ Hoodie, also known as Audrey Alcuenva. And you are listening to another Why Run podcast episode. Today is May, Wednesday, 25th, 2022. And, uh, yeah, sitting here in my office... Just wondering if I should talk about something. You know what I'm saying? Um, just a lot, man. Just a lot going on. Um, first of all, I did make like three episodes discussing something that has happened. Um, we kind of suspected it was going to happen a week before it actually happened. And... I had such a hard time, and I'm still having a hard time uh, with it. Um, And it's been um, a little over a week since it happened. But, um, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just get into it. Um, So, on Monday, May 16th, 2022... My cat, B passed away. She was 21 years old. I've had her since I was 16 years old. And, um, yeah, she left to start her new life alongside my dog, Dala, who passed away in the year 2019. Um, and, um, before B passed away... We kind of knew it, you know, like she slowly stopped eating. I tried uh, giving her milk. I tried giving her broth, um, but she just wouldn't. You know, the only thing that she would want is just water. But um, I don't want to talk about every little detail, even though it's so vivid in my mind. Um yeah be passed away in my arms just like Dala did and um I'm still coping with that I cry every single day I even cry today um it's just hard you know I'm trying to get back to my life as far as going out and doing deliveries and you know, I'm just, I'm trying to keep happy, but I just can't, you know. Um, I just miss her so much. Coming home to an empty house, it's quiet, it's dark. And I just break down, you know, because I don't have anyone to greet me at the door anymore. So, um, that's still hard. Um... You know, I I want to talk about something. Um, and this is what a lot of people won't get. I don't mean to turn this episode into um, a, a total shit show. 
you know um i know i'm talking about b i love b i would love to um you know surround a podcast about all the love and the memories and things like that but i'm gonna keep it real all of those memories and things i don't have to share about none of that um you know because for me i feel like i need it the most so i'm gonna keep all the the memories the good memories of b to myself I wanted to kick off the show talking about B because a lot of things happened before, during, and after her passing. You know, when something big like this happens, you kind of reflect on what's happened, what's currently happening, and you think about your future. That's why I'm bringing it up. How I'm bringing it up. So, before B passed away, obviously she clouded my mind. And I would rather have had it that way. But during, it was like, I literally had nobody to call. Nobody. And... Yeah, you know, I called my family or whatever, but I was just so distraught. Like, I was just so, um, I didn't know what to do. My whole fucking life, my universe came crashing down. And after I wrapped B up and put her in her bed and I placed her where Dala passed away, I had to leave. I left. I left my house and I tried to go out and do deliveries. I just didn't want to be at home, you know. But as I was out, I mean, obviously, if you guys listen to the Re-Up podcast, it's another one of my podcasts. Um, Yeah, you know, for entertainment, I have like road rages and you know i i talk shit about people and you know things like that but it's all just for entertainment um (laughs) i was feeling the rage like i was i didn't kick on an episode or anything like that i was just so i was just so sad and mad because i had no one to call you know that's where the anger came from and you know, like I said, you kind of reflect back on your life, everyone that was in your life at one time, you know, you kind of remember the things that they've said to you, the things that they promised you, and um, you always, um, when when you thought that you found the right person, you think that that's the person that you're going to be with during times like this, that's going to be right by your side when things like this happens, and voila they're not that's where that anger was coming from you know and the conversations that I had with my pets yeah they're just my pets they're just animals but they were mine you know um just to have a solid relationship you know I did want 
my girls to have a father in a way, you know, um, just someone else in their lives other than myself, other than my parents. Um, and when B passed away, it was just kind of like, dude, like I've, I had both of these girls single and there was just no one alongside me when both of them passed away. And that part made me very angry because it was like, you know, and I know this, what I'm saying is coming off like, it's all about me. It's all about my selfishness. It's all about, you know, attention on me, me, me. But it's not. It's I was promised that not only did you say you loved me, but you loved my cat B. You loved my dog Dala. And honestly, I could kind of see this to some extent. But when I was in relationships, it seemed like some of my ex-boyfriends were more favorable to my pets than they were me. And I've even had an ex-boyfriend that was more favorited towards my parents than he was with me. Which is cool, you know, because my last like boyfriend he fucking <laughs> he hated my parents um but you know i i wanted a family you know like you guys know that i don't know if i'll ever have kids of my own and having dala and having be was the closest that I was going to get to having a family, you know? Just someone to help me take care of them with me. Um, do do things with them. Um, and from what my ex says, Oh, well, you can't have a white picket fence uh, fantasy relationship type shit. And you guys heard me say it before. I deserve that. Why can't I? You know, shit like that is just unreal, unrealistic to them. And for me, it's like, well, you know what? I would think because you call yourself a man, you would do whatever you can to make sure that I have that type of life. Now, if you're going to be mad about what I'm saying right now, then you have, you should not be in any kind of fucking relationship. No bitch should want to be with you because you feel like, you know, it should be too real, too difficult to, you know. But I don't want to really get into that. My whole point is that I think I deserve 
well. I believe I deserve to have good. And every motherfucker broke that promise, man. Everybody did. And I do not want to come off like, oh, my dog died because of them or my cat died because of them because they because my exes didn't love me like no that's not what i'm saying it's just that it fucking sucks that when someone promises you something like they're gonna be there forever through through you know all these life things you know my pets my girls they were a part of my life and i had to endure both deaths by myself and You know, what I'm trying to say is that we need to be more selective with who the fuck we allow in our lives. And... The way that I'm looking at everything i know it doesn't fucking make sense man i I know it don't i know you guys are probably listening to this and being like oh she just wants to put blame on somebody no that's not it if that's all you guys get you guys gotta fucking listen and, and don't be so fucking defensive about what i'm saying but I went to the reservation the other day and, you know, I left my house, my empty house feeling sad, but I was, I was driving through the forest. Yeah, it felt great. I love the forest. If you guys know me, you would know that I love the forest. Fucking love it. I thought I was going to be able to leave my problems, my worries, my sadnesses, my grief, my mourning all into the forest passing through but that didn't happen when i got to the reservation yeah it felt great it felt good to be home um damn i haven't been out there in like two years but it just seems so recent but the next day oh dude i woke up with a headache it was one of the biggest migraines that i've had and i had it all day i ate breakfast and I immediately I went back to sleep and I slept all day (laughs) I slept forever and when I woke up still had a headache you know had dinner it was a good dinner crashed right back out I don't even know I can't even tell you guys how many hours I slept but I didn't even get to enjoy the next day being on the reservation. I had plans to do things and I couldn't. I was just so sad. I was just so miserable and just lonely. And, you know, thinking about like what I'm telling you guys, what I'm sharing with you guys right now, obviously it just made shit worse, you know. And um, I had to make a decision when I was there. Um, 
one of the peoples that I was talking to, uh, I want to say like a couple months ago, um, basically just told someone that I don't even know. He told someone something that I said about somebody and basically calling me a liar. And I wrote a tweet about it. And basically what I said was, I don't know how this person interpreted what I said and how they took it. To me, I'm not going to worry and stress about that because I know what I said. And not only that, the person that I mentioned to this person... I've already told him about it way before I even said anything to this dude. So he knew about it already. It just came out from somebody else's mouth. And I'm pretty sure a lot of motherfuckers know about that. But I don't talk to these people. So I don't I don't give a fuck. I, I, I pretty much know everybody's mindset in in this circle, you know. I got nothing to do with them. They got nothing to do with me. And that's fine. I've accepted that two years ago. But if this dude is going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, wow, okay, you know, blah, 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 and and go run and tell, run, tell that to some, you know, to that same person and it's going to make its way around, you know. It's just all that drama shit, just just for everyone to talk about. I guess they need a topic. There's your topic. You know, yeah, talk about me. Yeah, check out the Y run, see what I said, you know. And at that point, it all comes, it all becomes one-sided. You know, so for me to discuss little bits and pieces here on this episode... That's all I'm going to give you because why convince people that all think and they all say the same shit? They all do the same shit. Every single day, nothing changes. It's the same in my life. I do the same shit every day, nothing changes. I'm okay. But for them, they they need something to feed off of. But my whole point is that I'm not going to try to change that person's mind. You know, and I was thinking about it. Like, how can you continue on a friendship or a relationship or a conversation knowing how that person really, truly feels about you? How can you? You know, if this person looks at me like a liar okay how are we gonna go on being friends how are we gonna go on not thinking about it or for you to not think that way about me it's not gonna go away because this person outright told me oh i have a problem i have issues with liars well then don't talk to me don't talk to me i left you alone i know how you felt You told me over and over. 
And you cannot tell, convince a person. You cannot try to fix shit with that type of person. So when I was on the reservation, I had to make a decision. As soon as, like, we started talking and he was telling me how he felt about me. And I'm trying to tell him, no, that's not what I said. I'm still a liar to him. That's not going to change. So, during the conversation, what I was trying to say is that the stress began. The stress started coming. I don't want any kind of stress. When I talk to somebody, I want to be happy and excited to be talking to them. And I want them to be excited and happy when they're talking to me. It's no longer no longer going to be that way. And let me tell you, when we was talking at first, yeah, I was... Checking for his texts. I was checking for his phone calls. And. Happy to talk to him. And. And I'm not even going to talk about his ills. You know. But he wants to. Throw mine in my face. How is that fair? I don't know. But it's fair to him. Because I'm a liar. He says. So. He don't give a fuck. It's like fucking A, dude. Like, my cat just died. You know, and this is the same dude that made fun of me me being sick and shit. And he can deny that all he fucking wants. But that shit hurt. And he did it over and over. And I told him this. But I don't know what he hears, you know. But for me, I gave him a chance. He sent me a friendship request. I accepted it. And the conversation was very brief. He still had to tell me that, oh, yeah, well, you lied. Lied about what? So this is, this is the chance that I took and he slaps me in the face. <laughs> I guess... He knew that I could take a black eye, but, you know, (laughs) it's okay. I, I, I took the hit and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? That's enough. That's that, that one black eye. That's all you get. That's all you get out of me. And I took a chance, heard you out. Same shit. Still calling me a liar. Said that I said this. Oh my god. And. Thinking about the conversation. As I was driving to the reservation. I was just like damn you know. Driving through the forest is so beautiful. You know you got trees. You know you got the cool air. You got animals. You got. You got the creek, you got little waterfalls and cliffs and, you know, the blue sky clouds. You got a a lot of beautiful things to embrace that is just there to welcome you and just take all of the mess away. 
right? And I was thinking about this stupid ass, you know, and, and he tried throwing some, you know, uh, trying to take jabs at me. Like, oh, I was listening to your podcast and you're still talking to dumbasses and I'm looking at this full like, yeah, and you're one of them. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, yeah, you're trying to throw low low-key blows at me but like bro don't you realize you're talking about yourself as well you know like like why even say that see it's like it's like every little nook and cranny that they could get to you oh they're gonna try it and this motherfucker did you know but back to the forest i was thinking during my drive like man you can't take no one like him. You can't take no one like my exes. You can't take no one that are in, like the types of people that are in his circle. They all talk a lot of trash and, you know, they got to have something to go on. Trying to move up on other people, you know. You can't take people like that to a place like that. You can't take people like them on a trip like that. Because I gathered that if this motherfucker was sitting in my passenger seat, he wouldn't be looking at the view. He wouldn't be, you know, like it, it wouldn't have been none of that. None of that. It wouldn't be delightful conversations. It would be about, also, why did you lie to me? Well, why did you say this? Why did you say that? You know? And it's like, for fuck's sake, look outside. Like, isn't this shit beautiful? Oh, you're just trying to avoid the question. You know, like, it's... The fucking... The, the whole trip would be so fucking miserable. I would be miserable. You know? And... I think you gotta, and this is just my opinion, but I think you need to play those types of scenarios in your head to just kind of determine, like, what the fuck, you know? And you can only spend a certain time with that person in real life, but if you play shit out in your mind and if you feel like you gotta overstep that person in your mind, like... This is you just kind of playing it out and analyzing different types of situations. And when you know how they would react or say or, um, you know, during those certain things, it's a fucking drag. Because it's like you're being real and you're being honest with yourself that, you know what, I feel like if I were to take him on this trip, it would be nothing but this. But what's fucking crazy is that. I know people that are with people, like certain, you know, like their their spouse or whatever. And it's like they still take motherfuckers on on trips and shit. Like, you know, they're they're really trying to I don't know, I guess rekindle a relationship or they're trying to make back or they're trying to make shit right or you know, but they're trying these things with the wrong people. And it's just a it's just the attempt that goes on over and over and nothing really gets fixed. Nothing does. 
I've tried it. I've tried it multiple times. And every single time I got shitted on. And it was like, you know what? Just because I've known this motherfucker since I was a teenager. You know, I'm talking about my other exes. My, my other ex, excuse me. Uh, I had pity. You know, like I, I felt bad. Because for me, it's like, you know what? I've known this person for a very long time. Um, just feeling like I owed him. You know, just because he threw the years in my face. Like, oh, we've known each other this long. You know, can't give up on each other. But yet, he had no problem yelling at me. You know, he had no problem talking to other bitches behind my back. You know, he had no problem taking money from me. You know? And all of us has been in a relationship like that. It's not just me. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, you know. We try it's like, yeah, people can highlight the fuck up. You know, people can highlight, you know, like this stupid ass over here. He wants to highlight that, oh, yeah, all you do is talk to dumbasses. Well, you... See, I could, I could say it right now, but I'm not, you know? Like, I'm trying to leave this shit alone, but what I'm trying to say is that we got to play out these scenarios to save our to save ourselves. From the trouble, from the cries and the depression and, you know, because we already think that we're the fuck-ups, you know. We don't need someone to continuously try to remind us on purpose out of spite just because they're fucking mad. And then they go and run and tell a whole fucking crowd of people that people think that he's cool with, but yet he talks his own shit too, you know, like... Like, damn, you're really that mad at me? Like, you can't even just, like, hear me out and try to, like, tell you what I said and how I meant it. And this is the way you took it. But, again, you can't or I can't change somebody else's mind. You know, you could tell this person that, like, yeah, I loved you at one time. Like, yeah, I cared about you. You know, I thought you was cool with me, down with me. We shared things. And because you got mad, you ran and told everybody the wrong fucking thing because you was mad. See, and that's the crazy part is that, you know, people are going to take it how it's said to them, you know. And these people, I don't know them. They don't know me. If somebody reached out and asked, yeah, I would have told them. Would they believe me? Probably not, because they don't know me. So it's like, what's what's the point? What's the use? It was just so fucking stupid how all this shit played out. And when I was on the reservation, I blocked his ass, man. Because I did not want to stress. As soon as I read his name... It was like, man, I don't want to deal with this motherfucker. I just don't. I tried already. And that's enough. You know, it's like, why is it my fault that I'm talking to dumbasses? How about these dumbasses try not to be dumbasses? You know, like, why is that my fault? 
you know, people, people lie, you know, like what he would say about me. Oh, yeah, well, people lie and Adi's one of them, you know, <laughs> it's funny, but like, we just can't trust nobody, you know, we get so comfortable that we have someone new, someone exciting to talk to and we come out with that. Oh, I feel like I could tell you anything. And then you actually go and tell them everything. And then what do they do? They fucking stab you in the back. So if you want to talk about liars, let's talk about backstabbing. You know? And and tell what I told you. Tell it right. Because you didn't say it right to these people. These people that I don't even know. Man, he knew it. He knew it, but he went and fucking did it anyway. And that shit got back to me, and I was like, man, that's not even what I said, but okay. So, what I'm saying is that there are other things that are far more worse than people like him that we need to deal with. And one of those examples I told you from the very beginning, B died, my cat died. And a lot of people, oh, well, she was just a cat. Fuck you. She was my little one. I took care of her. So to have motherfuckers like these that run around saying things to you out of spite just because they're fucking mad and people that talk about you that don't even know you just so they can have a topic to talk about. They can't even fucking keep your name out of their mouths. Again. My cat just died. And people, they don't have no fucking sympathy. They can't just step back and just leave shit. And none of these people, I'm sure, will say, well, okay, we heard his side of the story. We have yet to know hers. It's all one-sided. But you know what? That's, that's what they depend on. You know, they depend, people that talk about you, they depend on that shit to just roll with what they said. You know, and I know a lot of people don't like me, but I don't give a fuck. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm sad about B. Yeah, I'm sad about Dala, but I'm okay. I'm happy. And I had to protect myself from this piece of shit that I once cared about that still to this day calls me a liar. Leave me alone. Simple. Leave me alone. Don't talk about me. Go bug somebody else. No. 
I'm mourning a loss. I am mourning a life that was shared with me for 21 years. But they don't give a fuck. This is the guy that loves to call himself an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I cared for a lot of assholes. You got that right. And you idolize yourself calling yourself an asshole. That's fucking crazy. Because the whole thing is, is that you should not want to be an asshole. But who lives that way? Everyone thinks that being an asshole is going to get them what they want. And they fucking act an ass. Throwing fucking temper tantrums and fucking lying and shit. Crazy. But. Something like this happening in your life. It does wake you up. It does wake you up. I went through. You know. And, and I wrote this on B's. Um post on instagram if you guys want to go check that out it's uh, instagram.com forward slash miss dj hoodie you can see her photos on there and the little um contribute i wrote for her but yeah it's like b has been there with me through everything you know she's you know friendships to enemies relationships abusive relationships you know my good days my bad days you know all of these things right like i i've been through with them with with b with dala you know they were there and they had my back every time i was sad every time i was crying like they knew they knew when i was sad you know they knew when i was happy and now they're not there and you know, there was a guy one time that I was talking to, man, he was, man, very abusive, man. Like, he was from the fucking, I know I talked about him in a podcast, but, like, he was from the fucking military, from the fucking SWAT team, right? And he's, like, wishing death upon my dog, death upon my cat, death upon my parents, and it's like, damn, this dude, like, he works for the fucking government, dude. And, like, fucking wishing death upon my entire family just because he was mad that I didn't want to continue our relationship with him because he was just so easily triggered and bat-tempered and fucking violent and shit. Like, and he works for the fucking government. Like, he could have blew up my fucking house if he wanted to. And I and I wouldn't even know he was laying bombs and shit around my house. Like, I wouldn't have known. Like, I would have died years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's fucking wild how angry people can get towards you to where they do some fucked up shit like that. And, and wish that. I hope all these, all all your your pets and your family. I hope they all fucking die. Just so, just so you can hurt. Just so you can cry, and be alone. You know, I've had that shit done to me already, son. You know, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, you're kind of halfway there. Wishing me to be alone. I am alone already. Because look at you, you, 
you voluntarily left, you know, and, and I'm not just talking about like this fool, but I'm talking about like my exes, you know, it's like just the things that they said to me on their way out, you know, like, oh, I wish this for you or I wish that for you, you're a fucking bitch and da 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 and Uh, they're halfway there. They're halfway at getting getting what they want. But yo, you want to say that I'm alone? Man, you left me. You don't want to be with me anymore. You know, you lied to me. You cheated on me. You took and stole from me. Man, people just really know how to flip the script on you, you know? And that's just what happened. But, you know, once this is out, it's out, you know, and not going to talk about it anymore unless there's some kind of harassment or response or shit talking or it's just like, man, someone come get your boy. <laughs> like someone come get your, come get this fool. Fucking crazy. You're looking like the cycle one at that point. It ain't me. But I just want to celebrate B's life and, you know, thank her and Thala for being there with me through all every single one of my ups and downs. And I'm going to be thinking of them every day. And, yeah. I love them both and I'm happy and proud of them for climbing the rainbow to happiness. And I really can't wait until it's my turn. I can be back with my girls. And I'm surprised that I'm not crying on this episode. I'm so cried out. I already cried like an hour before I even kicked on this episode. Like I'm so cried out, yo. I'm, I'm man. But I hope that when someone's giving you shit, look at what's really going on in your life, you know? Look at what's really going on. Look at what makes you happy and do more of that. Don't let these motherfuckers try to discourage you and put you down and... You know, have them point the finger at you all the time. Oh, it's you, you, you. You're the one. You're the one. You're the one. That's all they know how to do is blame. They could never look at themselves in the mirror. Because they know that what's going to be looking back at them is ugly as fuck. Those are the people that run. Hence the Why Run podcast. Why are you running? You don't like what you see? Is that why you're running? <laughs> but, yo, don't let them. Don't let them take that from you. Keep all of that good shit to yourself. And that's all I'm trying to do. I love you all. Thank you all so much for pressing play. Don't forget to add, rate, comment, subscribe, follow, and share. And I'll talk to you guys for sure in the next Why Run podcast episode. Peace.